It all starts in your childhood. The reason your relationship is as successful as it is or the reason it failed is because of what happened in your childhood and the love language that you developed as a result of your childhood. Today we're going to talk about how your childhood manifests your love language, what your love language is, or if you have multiple what they are, and how you can maximize your love language in your relationship today. Welcome to Be A Better Baddie with me, your host, Quanisha. Every single episode is going to, of course, help you become a better baddie. I'm Quanisha, your host, your cheerleader, your coach, your teacher, and fellow baddie. Every single episode is going to be dedicated to helping you navigate through life's ups and downs as the self-aware baddie you are. And at the end of each episode, I'm going to leave you with a few reflection questions to help you process the information you just received and reflect let's jump into how your childhood manifests your love language i do want to give a shout out before i jump into everything my assistant my new personal assistant maddie she's great i read this book we all should be millionaires i think that's the name of it i will link it in the show notes of course there are very few books that i read where i feel like i'm changing my life today Literally, when I listen to the book on Audible and I need to buy the physical book because I want to like highlight and sticky note it up, like this book literally changed the way I even think about, thought about the way I'm approaching life and where I want my life to be. Like, literally read it. So, one of the things she talked about is like, you know, building, if you, if you're building a business or like an empire of some sort, you need to learn how to delegate because solo entrepreneurs, they their businesses tend to fail quicker than people who go into business with other people because they are so burnt out from everything that they have to do on their own. In that, you know, solo, solo, she had a word for it, but solo entrepreneurs should enlist help. So finding a virtual assistant or an assistant of any kind or having their laundry done or getting a cleaning service or meal prep service, something to take something off your plate so that you have more mental energy to create or even the space to not do anything. So yeah, after reading that book, I was like, hmm, I'm going to get a personal assistant. And I did. And I want to thank her for doing the research on this podcast. And she did such amazing research. So we are going to jump into it now. Let's start with the definitions. We're going to talk about love, childhood, love language, and attachment style just to get us started. So love, love's an intense feeling of deep affection for another being. Like you can obviously have this for an animal. I I have love. I love Pierre. Okay. Childhood. So childhood, I remember in college, I studied this. Childhood has now a defined, has a defined age range now. Before childhood was not a thing. Like people were popping out kids and treating them as if they were many adults. Like there was no protecting them or nurturing them of that sort like formalities so childhood is the time period that a person's considered a child from the end of infancy to the beginning of puberty so that's crazy 
even thinking about it. So this is about two to 12 ish. I believe you are a child from zero to 23. Okay. Love language. Love language describes the way a person likes to receive and express their love to others, which is what we're going to get into today. And then attachment style. Your attachment style is characterized by the way a person interacts and behaves in a person. This is formed during your childhood by your parents and your family. So your love language and your attachment style are two different things. Think of love language is the way you show people you love them. This is what I do. And we're going to go into the different ways. This is how I show this person I love them. When people do this for me, I feel like they love me. Attachment style is how you actually behave in those relationships with that other person. And there are different styles for that. All of that comes from your childhood. So starting with your love language, there's a quiz. If you already know your love language, cool, but take the quiz again just to make sure and double down. It shows you your percentage of each love language. And my two main love languages are, what is it? Qu no, it's not. It's not quality time. I'm so sorry, y'all. It's definitely gift giving and acts of service. Those are my top two. They were like 38 and 37. And the others, they are there. So please take that quiz. You can take it now or take it at the end, whatever you choose. It's in the show notes. So words of affirmation is the first love language we're gonna talk about. And words of affirmation basically means you like to express your love or receive your love through spoken or written praise. Um, that shows that someone appreciates you. They encourage you. You know, this means you enjoy like messages or compliments from a person. So some examples are receiving a random text from your partner saying they love you and appreciate you or receiving lots of compliments and encouraging words. So you're doing a really good job or you smashed it just in case you didn't know you're the best and i can tell that it's very hard for me to even think of <laughs> words of affirmation because it's really really hard for me and that is not my particular that's not my love language at all so of course as humans we all love to hear positive words and feel appreciated you know positive words they hold weight. So there's this quote from a professor from the University of Arizona. And she said, and her name is, what's her name? Let me give her her name. Her name is Dr. Michelle Merosser Majors. And she says, as humans, we feel inspired, we aspire to feel competent, valued, and appreciated. Positive words have this type of power, creating the solid foundations needed to build strong, productive relationships that resonate clear lines of communications. Now, even though that is not my particular love language, I still love words of affirmation. But that doesn't, when I hear that, that doesn't mean this person cares about me. Some, I think it's more so... I, I know I did a good job. Like, am I going to be compensated for this either with money or <laughs> words, etc.? Um, Second love language is quality time. And this was my third highest, I think. 
So quality time means you are you enjoy spending uninterrupted quality time with your partner and you want their undivided attention and it makes you feel loved if they are present and focused. Some examples of this, spending time with your partner without your phone on or the TV on like and just having a conversation, just talking like we are completely into each other. Um, and then another example, making eye contact, validating what your partner is saying rather than offering advice. So actually soaking in what they say. And I can agree that I, I know that this is my third one for sure because I like to spend time with my partner. I like to know that my partner is listening to me because if you don't know, I like to talk. Surprise. So it's nice to have that person just listening to you. Um, next is physical touch. So this is around physical affection, wanting to be close to your partner physically. This can include, but is not limited to being, I'm sorry. Okay. So kissing, holding hands, cuddling, sex, etc. So it is kind of like physical touch is what helps you emotionally connect with this person. And again, this goes back to our childhood and we have a quote from Matametti and he says, some people only felt deep affection and love from their parents when they were held, kissed and touched. And it translates to your adulthood where you only feel loved if you are held, kissed and touched. And there is no issue with that, of course. And I feel like when I hear a guy tell me his love language is physical touch, I, I sometimes get the ick. I'm just like, especially in the beginning, like, don't tell me that. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to even touch you at this point. Like, get out of my face. So I will say physical touch is definitely the last one on my love language chart. That doesn't mean, to me, that doesn't mean you love me or that me, it just doesn't translate to that for me. I don't know why, but I'm just just thinking about it. Like I've, I've had so many men tell me because they always want to ask the question on the first date, like, what's your love language? And of course, when men hear me say I like to receive gifts, they feel a certain type of way because ding, 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 I'm a gold digger. And then when they say, oh, well, physical touch is mine, I'm like... What do, what do you, I'm not touching you. I literally just met you. So that means that there was nothing transpiring between us. Okay. On to the next one. My favorite gift giving or receiving. So this obviously is focused around receiving gifts and it's not about how expensive the gift is. And I think that's where people always get it wrong. It's about the time and the effort the person put into it. You know, this person, is this person listening to me when I say, oh, it's so hard for me to do this. And then they actually get a gift to ease that process or something. So being on the side of loving to receive gifts, you're going to acknowledge the effort that the person took to reflect on what you might like to actually purchase the gift, to wrap it, to even the delivery. Like I love the process. Let me tell a short story. So it's a few days before Valentine's Day right now. And I was on TikTok a month ago, a month ago, and I saw this girl with this little portable treadmill and she was just recording TikToks 
walking on her treadmill in her living room. Like it was little, it wasn't a big treadmill. And I was like, wow. So I showed the TikTok to my boyfriend. I'm like, I want one of these, look. And not like, get this for me. It's more like, oh look, this looks really cool. And he was like, oh yeah, 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 it looks cool. Okay. And he left it alone. He never said anything else about it. And I never said, it was just, you look at a TikTok, right? What's today? The 11th. Um, I saw a package get delivered to my house. And he was just like, you know, that, that don't touch that, that gifts for your dog. And I was like, Okay, because Pierre's birthday is in a few days. And it was a it was the treadmill. So he's gonna set it up for me and everything. And I'm really excited. So that means a lot to me because like he was listening to me when I said it. He knows I want a treadmill, like when I'm watching TV or just doing something in the house. Because I I wanna work out more, but I also don't wanna always leave the house and I also don't wanna it's a it's a long story. Long story short, he was listening. So this means that according to Gary Chapman, I feel love when people give me visual symbols of love. Okay. Next love language, is this the last one? Yeah, I think this is the last one. Acts of service. So acts of service is when you feel appreciated when your partner does helpful or thoughtful deeds for you, including putting gas in your car, helping you clean around the house, and the, these people, I'm one of these people, they believe that actions speak louder than words, okay? I, I, chef's kiss, yes. Th this, this truly resonates with me. You can see I'm getting passionate about the ones that are my love language. Um, but yeah, I believe this actions speak louder than words. Like, don't get on the phone with me and tell me, I really want to like, you know, help make your life easier. Make my life easier then. Help me. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. So this, I really love this one as well. So knowing your love language is one thing. And it's great coming into a relationship knowing your love language. And before I move on to the next section, I do want to just say this one thing. Your love language could literally be applied to all relationships in your life, not just romantic relationships. I think it's time that we, and I know I talk about relationships a lot, but other relationships in your life are important too and they need just as much effort. Your friendships, your relationships with your parents. Your parents have certain love languages. It's important to know those. You keep buying your mom gifts every single Christmas and they pile up because she doesn't want them. Guess what? Your mom wants quality time. So if you want to buy something, buy a trip for you guys to spend quality time together. Buy some, like learn your parents' love languages as well. Learn your friends' love languages as well. Don't keep telling your friend, Bitch, you doing a good job. Yeah, you doing a good job. And it doesn't matter to her. She knows she doing a good job. How else are you going to show her you love her, you know? Alrighty. So now I just want to double down on why it's so important to actually know your love language. And then understand your partner's love language as well when they tell you. Because, yeah, I like to receive gifts. But my partner 
doesn't care about gifts. There's a difference. So me constantly showing love in a way that doesn't align with his way of receiving love, that can obviously create conflict, misunderstanding in the relationship. You want to make sure you understand how your partner and your friends, anyone in your life wants to be loved so you can show them that you truly appreciate them. But if they don't understand your love language or you don't understand their love language, it's that person's responsibility to be the translator. What do I mean by that? Tell them, and I'm, I don't mean in a mean way, but if they keep buying you gifts, tell them, hey, I really appreciate when you buy me flowers every Friday, but something I really, really wanna do is just watch a movie with you. Can we do that? Or you could even be more explicit. It seems like your love language is receiving gifts. That's not really my love language. I really like quality time. Is it possible that, you know, we can just spend a day together just like doing nothing, me and you, blah, blah, blah. That That's okay. And I know it kind of sounds like, because I, I firmly believe you should not have to teach a man how to love you. And it kind of sounds like that, but it's not. I think when I say don't teach a man how to love you, it's more so telling them how to treat you like even coming to the table, like how they would even start treating you or treating that relationship. If you have to now say, don't do that. I don't like when you do that too much, then that's not the person for you. Obviously it's more nuanced than that, but yes, it's your responsibility to translate your love language into a language that your partner understands. Um, so why, obviously, what's, what are the benefits of understanding your partner's relationship and them understanding yours? It's going to bring out the best in each other. It's going to bring out a harmonious environment. You're going to be able to communicate effectively. You're going to make sure your partner feels loved and appreciated. You are going to enhance your connection. And most importantly, it'll probably decrease slash prevent any arguments or disagreements. So we have a quote from Miss Stephanie. I don't know how to say her last name. Miss Stephanie G. So she's a psychotherapist based in Detroit. And she says that, you know, love languages are not an evidence practice, but she finds it useful. And she found that eight times out of 10, whatever the issues her client couples bring to the table, they're rooted in fundamental misalignment in how each partner gives and receives love. 80% of relationships issues that this lady encounters is based off misaligned love languages. Just that, okay? So next we're gonna get into how your childhood affected your love language. Um, and we're gonna have to get into that next week. So make sure you tune in for part two. Here are my closing thoughts. <laughs> So the homework for this week is pretty low lift. One, take that love language quiz in the show notes and have people around you take it. Your family members, your friends, your partner, have them take this quiz as well so you guys can one, have that basic understanding of each other, how you give love and how you receive love. After that, here's your journal prompt. 
When was a time that you and someone in your life had miscommunication or misalignment based around love languages? How can you fix that issue if that person is still in your life? Or if that person is no longer in your life, what do you wish you would have done differently? With that, I'll see all my baddies next week. Please make sure to share this episode with someone, that person you want to take that love language quiz with. Um, The book that I read, it's linked in the show notes. And follow me on all social medias. You guys are great. Keep it up. And I'll see you next week for part two. Bye.